That was Ian Rappaport, NFL Media, over the weekend. Uh, yesterday morning, to be exact. With the latest of what he's hearing on Bill Belichick and his football future, the idea entering the game yesterday was, yeah, maybe Bill can still save his job. They got the Chiefs. What if they beat them? And it's Denver, and Buffalo looks down, and then the Jets the final week of the year. If Bill gets hot, maybe he can save his job. Maybe there are minds to change. And I know Curran's made this point, point. we talked about it earlier, but if there are minds to change, doesn't that mean their minds, if not 100% made up, they're already leaning very heavily in one direction? And I think this has been Tom Curran's contention all along. He also went out of the way, Arkand. I know he did this with you guys yesterday on Football Sunday to take a little victory lap and spike the football on Ian Rappaport because Rap Sheet had the lucrative extension report earlier this year. Right, long-term. The long-term extension. Curran had to come out and be like, well, yeah, he's, it was a two-year deal and he signed through 2024. Right. Is that lucrative? Is that long-term? No, not necessarily. Not really. And that was part of what he was sort of saying is that, yeah, okay, this sort of looks like here comes Rappaport uh, going after my report and sort of saying, you know, uh, contradicting it. But you'll remember last time he had a big report like this, I was there to sort of help him clean it up at the end. Yeah. So, look, I, I still. Which is true, by the way. It, I mean, it's not, you know, there's nothing untrue no, about that. It's totally true. And I, I still believe Tommy Curran. And, again, I, I said this all last week. I didn't even need the Curran report to believe it. I already believed it before that. Just just use common sense. Use your brain. Watch how things are going. But it's almost the holiday week. But does it feel like a guy? Does it feel like a guy who's going to keep his job and no. and get his gig back? Like, of course not. So, like, fine. Maybe you believed he could save. Maybe you believed a big win over the Chiefs could help save his job. Well, it didn't happen. So I think it's hard to believe that that's where it's heading. But if you believe that, fine. You believe that. A lot of people didn't believe Brady was leaving in 2019 when Curran was reporting that. No, and I still believe Curran. And again, this is kind of what we talked about on Friday with some of the other reporting that's come out. I believe that Curran maybe is just talking to somebody that other people aren't talking to. Well, and I just don't think that Ian Rappaport directly refuted what Tom was saying either. It's like, oh, okay, well, minds can change. But again, if minds can change, which Curran also said, yeah, isn't their mind pretty well set? And so, to me, I, I feel like we're all... And it's all semantics. We did talk about this a lot right. last week, Mego. Like, it's all semantics, and it is maybe people marking territory, like different reporters, like, hey, I, I need Lifting to... Lifting up the legs. Well, I need to show my worth, like, right? Like, I'm plugged in, and I have sources, and I know things, so here's what I can report versus what Tommy Curran can report. And I think that's why you're getting some of this. Uh, but we'll table this discussion for now. You can dial us up here. Hour number three, Jones and Mego with Arkin. Patriots Monday at Gillette Stadium. Following the Patriots' 27-17 loss, 617-779-7937 is how you get in touch. But as we are each and every Patriots Monday, we're joined now by Bailey Zappi on the Harbor One Hotline. He's brought to you by Northeast Men's Health, the experts in men's sexual health with offices in Dedham, Marlboro, Woburn, and Salem, New Hampshire. You can visit northeastmenshealth.com. Bailey Zappi, how are we doing this week? Doing good. How about y'all? Uh, we're doing well. Uh, it's a different result in terms of a win two weeks ago or on Thursday against Pittsburgh versus a loss yesterday, but it, it was a similar script. Hot offensive start, followed by a turnover, followed by some empty possessions. Why the contrast between the first and second halves the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, you go back and look at the film like we did today. It's always those certain things that happen, that you know, mistake here or there, um, like the interception. You know, instead of throwing it out of bounds or try to force it, I throw it out of bounds. Who knows how that drive goes? You know, they get seven points off of that. 
we lost by 10 you know how the game goes who knows um so it's just little things like that and that's stuff that's it it's easily fixed because i mean it's just mental error i mean for me it's just easiest throwing the ball out of bounds going in second and 10 so it's just fixing those things and then moving on so what what are you seeing in real time there when you say i need to be better i need to throw it away it's easy for us to just see it on the television copy or, or sitting in the stadium that, that fans are watching along and say, oh, he should have thrown it away. What, what were you seeing in real time there where you thought, maybe I can squeeze this in there? Yeah, I mean, looking back at it, it's probably not the right idea of what I did. Um, you know, I was trying to make a play and understanding, you know, the situation that we were in. We were inside our own 25. It was first down. It was the start of the second half for us. Um, you know, it's live to the next down, throw it away, and not try to make a play. Um, you know, because the percentages of, you know, me squeezing it in, the, in there to Pharaoh is, you know, a lot less than what happened, and that was interception. Did you feel like the approach or the play calling changed after that interception, just the way that the second half started? No, ma'am. Um, to be honest, I think OB called a great game. Um, you know, that it just it's up to us as players to go out there and execute and. Personally, there's things that, you know, I didn't execute very well and that we watched today in film that, you know, this week we're going to work on. We're going to get out there pre-practice and post-practice and, you know, try to get better at those things. Bailey, I know you talked about this a little bit after the game, but it seemed like you had a lot more time to throw in the first half than in the second half. They were coming after you. They got to you a few times. What did you sort of see in the difference between what they were doing defensively and the protection up front? Yeah, I mean, the protection, personally, I think was great all day. Um, they have a great defensive line. They have a great uh, – you know, a guy, and you know, Chris Jones is one of the best guys in the league, and I think our O-line played phenomenal all day. There was times where, you know, for me, you know, pocket presence, being able to move around and kind of set up the blocks as well as pocket awareness, and, you know, those are things that we work on all day, and that's something that we're going to work on, you know, this next week to try to get better at that as well. You said OB called a great game. Um, how did you feel about some of the fourth down decisions, or, or lack thereof, uh, deciding to punt on fourth and short? you know, around midfield in your own territory. Uh, the pace, I know, is something that Ezekiel Elliott pointed out. Hey, maybe we could have gone a little faster at the end of the game. Bill even agreed with that. How did you feel about some of those choices in the second half? Yeah, I mean, that's that's Coach Belichick's decision. Um, he's been coaching for however many years. He understands every situational, you know, thing that can happen in a game. Um, so whatever he decides, you know, I'm good with. If he wants us to stay out there and go forward on fourth and whatever, you know, we'll do that and we'll try to execute it to the best of our ability. And if he wants to punt it, then, you know, that's what he sees fit and that's best for the team. So whatever he decides, I'm 100% on his side and whatever he wants, we'll do. Demario Douglas is someone you targeted five times yesterday and a young guy who's shown himself to be really productive at different points in the season. I know he wasn't healthy when you got the switch uh, to be the starting quarterback. Do you feel like you've gotten to build the connection and practice and in reps that you want to with him to then be confident in that connection on game day the way that you are maybe with someone like Hunter Henry? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think the more weeks we're together, um, the more reps you're able to go through over the weeks of time. I mean, you get you know, you're able to understand each other a lot better. Um, Pop's a very dynamic receiver. He can do a lot of things. Um, you know, we have a great receiver group, and those guys, you know, we've been using them very well the last few weeks on the certain things that they're very good at. And Pop's one of those guys that, you know, all the motioning and things that we do with Pop, he's very good at that stuff. So I think, you know, in this week and the next two weeks, there's those weeks where I'll be able to get with Pop and a lot of the other guys and continue to, you know, build that connection with them. How's Hunter doing? He's doing good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Feeling okay? 
As far as I know, he is. Um, you guys clearly developing a, a strong connection out there. You connected for another touchdown. What's sort of some of the ways you guys have developed as a, as a connection out there? Yeah, I mean, you know, that play specifically, um, he's kind of like my last read. So, um, you know, he ran a good route on linebacker and he was able to get open. You know, he does that a lot. He's able to get open on quite, you know, really anybody. So he's a mismatch for us as quarterbacks. And, he's you know, it's comfortable for us to know that we have a guy like that out there um, you know, when stuff kind of is breaking down, that he's going to be there and be, you know, there for the QB. We're talking to Patriots quarterback Bailey Zappi here at Gillette Stadium on a Patriots Monday. Jones and Mega with Arkan on WEI. I was going to ask about Hunter Henry because I've heard Tom Brady talk about this before where, like, you know, there, there are throws that I want to be careful with. I don't want to lead one of my receivers into a big hit. We saw Henry kind of hobble off a couple of different times yesterday. Do, do you feel any responsibility on on those hits like how do you feel as a quarterback when you see a player like that go off yeah that's you know that's on us as quarterbacks um you know we're the guys that control where the ball goes we're the guys that understand you know the coverages and if we lead them in anybody that's on us um so that's when the ball placement and all that stuff comes into factor of you know turning a guy around you'd rather have a guy you know take a big hit in the back than you know in front of his knees and things like that so um you know i'd apologized to him a few times where he got up kind of wobbly, hey, my bad. And he's, you know, he's game about it. He wants to, as many balls as he can get. So He doesn't targets. give you, like, side-eye? Like, thanks a lot. <laughs> not yet, not uh, yet. Not to your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not to my face, yeah, yeah. exactly. But, I mean, he wants as many targets as he can get, of course, like anybody. So, um, but I definitely I think that's, you know, that's on the quarterback to control that stuff. I was thinking about this yesterday because Kansas City has made a name for themselves on many things on offense, and one of them is the trick plays that they come up with uh, that you see throughout the regular season and, of course, in the postseason. Do you want to incorporate any trick plays into your guys' offense? Is there is there anything that you guys rep in practice? And obviously you wouldn't give away state secrets. Mm-hmm. But any do you guys get into any of that trickery in practice and think about uh, deploying that then on Sundays? Yeah, there's some things that, you know, every week you go in with probably about two or three plays that, you know, are considered trickery plays. Um, sometimes, depending on how the game's going, sometimes you don't ever get them called. And then sometimes, you know, if depending on the situation, you like it, you know, that situation, you're on the correct yard line, right hash, and you want to call it. But, I mean, look, I've, I'm not a play caller. I'm a guy that runs the plays. So whatever OB and Coach Belichick decide um, as far as trickery or, you know, anything like that that's up to them and if if he wants to call it i'll try to execute it but it is something you guys rep in practice a little bit yes there's a few times where we've had plays like i don't know necessarily like the chiefs got i don't know what the andy reed got that from but um there is some plays yes that we re-rep that one was from like the leather helmet days i think <laughs> that was an old timey play call it seemed like uh, Bailey, your coaches have called you sort of a guy who's not a roller coaster, you know, sort of even keeled and all that. Is there still something a little extra that you want to put into a game when you see Patrick Mahomes over on the other side, or is it just another game against another quarterback? Yeah, you try to make it just, you know, just like another game. Um, you know, he's one of the probably the best in the you know league, one of the best. Um, so, you know, you just try to do your job, and that's something that you know I continue to have to do, get better at, you know, week in week out. So, you know, personally for me, it was just going to that game and. You know, I'm playing against the defense. I'm not playing against Pat. So I'm trying to do the best I can versus his defense or their defense. Uh, you're walking in. It's a discussion on Bill Belichick and his future when you walk into this studio. And I I don't expect you to, to weigh in on, you know, the decision for Bill to, to return or not. I'm just curious how aware you guys are as players about the discussion going on about Bill. 
Yeah, I mean, of course, if you're in the social media and you have Twitter and all those things, of course, you see all those rumors and everything going around. But, you know, personally for me, I've, you know, I'm controlling what I can control, and that's getting ready for the Broncos this week. And, you know, whatever questions or anything that, you know, anybody has, that's, you know, that's Coach Belichick and Mr. Kraft and all, you know, the guys that handle that stuff. I'm just focused on the Broncos right now. Yesterday after the game, Zeke told reporters that he thought there could have been better tempo uh, that the offense played with in the second half. Do you agree with that? Did you sense, I don't know, a, a lack of tempo, especially in those final four minutes? Uh, no, I think, you know, we did a, you know, at one time we were back on our six-inch line. Um, you know, it's very hard when you're on your six-inch line to kind of go up tempo and things like that. You kind of want to have to get away from your end zone before you kind of start up your two-minute stuff because um, a lot of things can happen when you're backed up in your own end zone. So, um, you know, I don't think I look back at anything and say, you know, I wish we did that, wish we did this. I think it just comes down to, you know, the execution part of it all. Time now for our quarterback question of the week. It's brought to you by Northeast Men's Health, the experts in men's sexual health with offices in Dedham, Marlboro, Woburn, and Salem, New Hampshire. You can visit northeastmenshealth.com. Uh, Arkan just asked you about uh, going against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you guys have a shared connection uh, going back to your college days. You said last week you follow each other on, on social media. Uh, did you get a chance to interact with him at all uh, on the field after the game, anything like that? Yeah, we uh, we shook hands and everything after the game. Just, you know, say, I said congrats to him, of course, on the win. Told him good luck, stay healthy, and he said the same. And He didn't uh, complain about a call like he did last week against the Bills. <laughs> no, start yelling about no, that. No. <laughs> no, no, not this week. Uh, but like, I, like we said to each other, it was nice to put a face to a name. We never met in person. Of course, we have the connection of – you know Texas Tech and Kitley and all those things, but it was nice to finally meet in person. Uh, and you can be honest on this one. How much crap did you get from the Swifties last week because of, <laughs> because of her over here? I didn't get much. I think I was able to get ahead of it. You know that I think it was Wednesday. I got ahead of it, so I appreciate you. <laughs> See, this guy's trying to throw me under the bus. I was. I, 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 I most definitely am. He knew what she was doing. Don't, uh, don't let her up the hook. Uh, I agree. <laughs> uh, don't, don't let her up the hook at all. Uh, well, Bailey Zabby, we appreciate it. Uh, uh, joining us here each and every Patriots Monday, and we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you all. Right, thanks, all right. Bailey. Bailey Zappi, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. We're going to talk to Matthew Slater as well uh, later on in the program. And I want to ask him something similar that we just asked Bailey. N- not about the Swifties and the, the crap he's taking, but the discussion around Bill Belichick. I mean, Bill effectively acknowledged, you know, he's had to talk about that and deal with that on some level today on the Greg Hill Show. So uh, we'll ask that to Matthew Slater when we're joined by him. We can pick back through some of that interview with Bailey Zappi, some of his answers there uh, about what we can expect going forward over the final three weeks. We'll go back to your phone call, 617-779-7937. That's how you get in touch. Arkan with all the latest in trending, and we're right back.